Hey, I'm Jeffrey. And I'm Krisha. And you're listening to Untangle. On this monthly podcast, we discuss everything from mental health and mindfulness to motivation. All right, so for today's topic, we're going to be talking about uh, vaccinations, overall feelings about like vaccinations and things opening up again, um, as well as talking about like having a little check-in um, during the summer just to see where people are at, how they're feeling about the summer, um, what they've been doing, and maybe just overall feelings about, you know, summer. summer's like almost over and getting ready to go back to school. Today, we're also joined once again by Adriana. Welcome, Adriana. Hi, it's good to be back. In case you didn't know, I'm Adriana. I am the video editor for Creative Family and also today's guest, and I'm happy to be here. Yeah, thanks for coming. Thanks for joining us. So I guess we'll just get started. Vaccinations. Um, I myself am vaccinated. I got both doses. Um, My second dose was a couple weeks ago. How about you, Adriana? Same here. got both doses. My second dose was in late June, if I remember correctly. Mm, No, sorry. Early July, late June. Which vaccines did you get? I got both for uh, Pfizer vaccines. Oh, both Pfizer. Oh, nice. Um, I got first dose Pfizer and then second Moderna. Okay. Yeah. And when it comes to vaccines, I've heard a lot of people who have a lot of different stories on symptoms and side effects what was yours like jeffrey after the first shot it was okay like i think the only thing was my arm was pretty sore but for the second shot it was pretty common that the second shot had like affected more people with the side effects and like that's pretty true for me like literally maybe a couple hours after i got my second shot I was feeling like already really tired, a little fever. But the next day after I got my shot was when it really hit me. And that was, that day was just really bad. (laughs) I couldn't do anything. It wasn't even like I was sleepy. It was just, my muscles were so weak and I just couldn't do anything. Like I was just laying in bed all day. Oh my God. You know, exact same thing with me. Oh boy. Yeah. Really? It's the first and the second day that hit you the hardest. It feels like you have the flu. And for me, yeah, it was uh, tiredness, chills, fever, nauseousness. Boy, it was a trip. And I thought I could power through it because um, I was doing a bit of work, but it was very hard to type an email to tell someone I was working with. Uh, I had to say, sorry, I'm going to need to take a few days off. Yeah, that's uh, one thing I'd recommend if you guys are still getting... I would say for both either first or second doses, I've heard people, first dose was bad second one was okay and with me and jeffrey first dose was okay second dose was where it was rough to just at least from my experience take a few days off and for nauseousness for me what worked was ginger ale that seemed to help yeah it's really good advice i would say the same as well for most people they're pretty much out for like the day after really like the day of maybe the day for sure the day after the day after that like two days after the second shot it was all good like it was a lot better way better yeah that was my experience with it what about your like whole family and stuff adriana have they gotten their shots too yeah both my parents did uh, of course before me and for them it was interesting because their first dose was when 
they felt the really severe symptoms, like how what we felt. So they felt yeah, headache, chills, and then though their second dose was actually just a sore arm and which kind of surprising, but at the same time, well, I mean, they both pulled through very, very easily. So that's why, again, I guess it depends on the person. They got AstraZeneca, then they got Pfizer. What about you, uh, Jeffrey? What about your family? My whole family right now is, is vaccinated. So I was the last person to get my first shot, but then my mom was the last person to get the second shot. Cause she got it like on Sunday, like this, this past Sunday, actually. Well, my parents particularly, they both wanted to get both Pfizer shots for both of their um, vaccines. They didn't want to mix. Um, they didn't want to get AstraZeneca. For my mom, she spent, since she was the last one, she like spent every day basically up until her shot, every morning she would be on her iPad, just like trying to find places that only gave out Pfizer shots. Cause she didn't want to mix. She, I guess she was a little nervous about mixing the shots, which is fair, but she spent like every day just checking on the website to see if there are any availabilities for places with only Pfizer shots. Totally don't blame her for being a little nervous for mixing shots. Yeah, that was something yeah, that did pop up or for a lot of people, right? Because they didn't know if that had effects or not. And I'm not going to say whether it does. But yeah, yeah, can totally understand her concern. Yeah, because that was something that a lot of people, especially on the news, they were saying whether or not it was okay. Yeah, my mom, she felt the same way because she got AstraZeneca first. She wanted to get AstraZeneca for the second, but we had trouble finding a place. So she settled, okay, I will get the most available one, which at the time was Pfizer. Um, switching gears a little bit, uh, I guess we can just talk about, because uh, Krisha, you haven't yeah, you haven't said much. <laughs> That's fair because you, you are yourself, you're not vaccinated right now, right? Yeah, I'm not vaccinated because um, we're having a little bit of a shortage where I am. My family is vaccinated though, so my grandpa got his vac. My grandpa's fully vaccinated, and my mom's fully vaccinated. My dad got his first shot this last week, and it was kind of funny because my grandpa literally had no side effects at all. He just came home and he was chilling for like the rest of the week. Um, but my mom, she had a fever for two days afterwards. That was her first shot, but after her second shot, she doesn't really feel anything. And my dad's fine too after his first shot. So yeah, I think it's like like Adriana said, it's very different for like each individual experience. I've heard from my sister, because she's a nurse, that the older you are, the less, I guess, severe your symptoms are after you get the shot. That's what I've heard. That's why like all of us have, are like feeling really tired afterwards after our second shot. Um, I don't know if that's true, but um, at least for my grandparents, like, it's the same thing as yours. Your grandparents, like after the second shot, they were just chilling. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, oh yeah, I don't feel anything. You know, I'm fine. Nothing happened. And I was like, okay, sure. And we're just here, like, just laying on the laying on the bed. Can't do anything. <laughs> I am unable to do anything. Yeah. Oh, that, actually, that's the same thing with my grandparents. They had very minimal symptoms, and I was just like, how? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but like about my own vaccination, I'm a little scared because at this point, I'm going to have to get vaccinated. Like when I go to Canada, I can't, I don't think there's a possibility for me to get vaccinated right now where I am. And like moving in and then getting my vaccine, you know, in a new country, like by myself. So it's like, you know, I'm really scared of like the side effects, but I think it'll be okay. Yeah, you can probably, I guess you're going to be living with some of your friends, right? Yeah, yeah. I guess you could go, like they could go with you. Mm -hmm. as well right so at least you're not alone yeah for sure but like i guess signing up for all of that and like for, like the vaccine shot and your appointment that is a little i don't even know how that works if you're not like a native resident 
Yeah, I think some places, like, I could go to pop-up clinics, and I think some places don't require, like, a health insurance card or something. I read somewhere like that, so I might probably have to go to one of those places. Mm, okay. Yeah, hopefully, figure, hopefully it all works out. Yeah, I think it will. It's just unfortunate that, like, I won't be fully vaccinated by the time, like, school starts and, like, I have to go on campus. Like, I only have one class on campus, which is good because, you know, like, less transmission and stuff, but it's also, like, scary only being, like partially vaccinated and going mm, yeah that's true you'll probably won't you probably won't get it the day that you came back i guess right it'll be like, like a couple days i guess you have you wait like two weeks after that you'll probably i guess you'll get it in september eventually at some point like right your second shot yeah 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 no because like i have two weeks quarantine after i get there so and then like two or three days moving in so like i would probably only get my vaccine like a couple of days before school starts and that's my first shot and then my second shot would be like by the end of september or the beginning of october oh right i forgot i forgot about the two weeks quarantine yeah so for your for your housemates like how did you i'm, I'm just curious like did you know them before like how did you meet them most of the people I talked to now are basically like we met through group chats or like we followed each other on Instagram and one of us said hi or something for my housemates so like me and this other girl were in the same program and we were in a group chat like for the same program and um, she added me back like personally and she I think I texted her or she texted me it was something like that and then we just like got to know each other and then we became like pretty close and we vibed and then um, she like the other people that she was talking to basically like there was a conversation about rooming together and so like she called her friend and then that friend called another friend and then so it's just like mutual friends all living together basically okay that's nice so at least you all know each other like in some way yeah yeah uh so are you all are your housemates all international uh no actually they're all like in canada like they all live in ontario um i'm the only international one in the house so that's different for me um but like it's kind of nice because like they know stuff about like canada you know like the living situation what to bring and it's easier for them to bring more things like i have a limited amount that i can bring yeah like i actually like that they're all you know from there yeah yeah, that's good it gives you like they can help you out get help you adjust to the life in canada i guess yeah yeah it's scary being like the only international one and like traveling alone and stuff but at the same time like i know i have their support there so it's like once i land in canada it's like i won't be as afraid as like if i didn't know anyone there how do you think living with them is gonna go i honestly don't think it'll go too bad like from what we've from as much as like we've talked to each other it's like we all like seem to get along really well and we all like seem to be really understanding of each other and like our own space the cleanliness and all of that so i guess let's just see I mean, you won't know until, like, it actually happens, you know? It's, like, those kind of things, so... Yes, we have to find out. Like, I guess, because talking with them, like, over a video call is very different from actually living with them. Oh, for <laughs> sure, for sure. That's pretty awesome that you're coming... I guess you're living in Hamilton, right? Yeah, yeah. Are you in Westdale? Or are you on, like, the other side of campus? If you know, I guess, the location, the general area? Okay, so... I don't think I'm in Westdale, but I'm like a 10-minute walk from the campus. It's near Emerson, I think. I won't give my like proper address because... Yeah, 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 yeah. Your ad- my address is 11. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think it's pretty convenient because it's close to campus. It's close to like shoppers. It's close to Fortino's. So yeah, honestly, when I've been bored, I've just been looking on Google Maps and like, oh, so how do I get there? How do I do this? Yeah, there's a lot of stuff to do in... 
Hamilton. You'll have a good time like being near the campus and stuff. It'll be fun. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm really excited mostly for like the hikes because that's one of like the waterfalls and the hikes and stuff is one of the main reasons I chose McMaster. So like before winter starts, I really want to like explore a little. It's really, really nice, especially if you're coming back, you'll be here for the fall. It's perfect because it's it's going to be beautiful. Yeah, it's the prettiest there. And like, okay, thing is, in like where I am, the fall doesn't really like, there's not much like color. Like, you know how in Canada, it's like yellow and red leaves and like really pretty and stuff. Here, we don't really have that as much. The leaves just kind of fall. Like they're like red or yellow for one day and then they just kind of fall. So like, I really, I'm really excited to like actually see that scene, like that view. Yeah, it's awesome. It's, it's, it's really nice. It's really, really nice. You'll like it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's nice. Oh, that's nice, Krisha. Yeah, and I did not know that there was hiking there. That's really cool. <laughs> yeah, I think there's one like right behind campus. So that one I'm definitely going to go to. Jeffrey, have you been on any? Uh, yeah, I've been on I've been on the one behind campus many, many times. Pretty recently though, like in my first couple years, I didn't really do those hikes for some reason, but literally starting this past year, I've been on like a lot of lot more hikes and the one behind campus is a really popular one and really really nice yeah i feel like this whole covid thing has really made people like appreciate nature and like going out like even for like little walks like even i've started to go out for like small walks and stuff oh for sure tell me about it <laughs> um my family well especially my mom and i'll actually recently my dad have been very into gardening which is awesome for them because gardening is very rewarding because you can see the progress every time you take care of your plants. And um, I think, what was it? Yeah, my dad, I was surprised he got really into it and he has a plant currently that he loves. He names it uh, Hermelinda. And every day he's like, oh my God, look at her. She's so pretty. She's growing. I'm going to go outside and say hi to her. And I'm like, oh my God, dad, please. (laughs) (laughs) So cute. I love that. I know. Then a few days ago, we had a hailstorm, and then I, I was just doing some work, and then I just hear these loud footsteps, and then my dad just runs outside to grab just his plant, Ermelinda, and bring her inside. She's like, I have to protect her. I'm like, what about mom's plants? And she goes, forget the plants. I need to take... Ermelinda is the one that needs me. <laughs> uh, yeah, so <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was pretty amusing, and also... Yeah, it was pretty fun. And I'm glad that, you know, uh, a lot of people are getting a lot of more outdoor nature uh, type of hobbies, especially around this time. That's a pretty that's pretty cool that your parents have gotten into gardening. I think same with my parents. They've also really got into gardening as well as like making their own things. And just my mom, actually, just like making their own things at home. Ooh, that's so cool. What has she made? Oh, so over this past year. I think the first thing she started making was her own buns, like the Chinese buns, like baos. Yeah, so she made her own meat filling with pork, and then she even made like like the like the wrapping outside, and she like made it herself, and they're really really good, and it was really impressive to to make that. And then she recently she started making her own rice noodles. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Holy. Yeah. <laughs> I think I want to live at your house now. <laughs> All this food. Asian food, like East Asian food is literally my comfort food. I will eat like noodles and like baozi and dumplings every single day. Like it's really, it's kind of annoying when she makes the rice noodles because how she does it is she like 
she puts it on like a flat plate and like she pours the batter and then she steams it and, that, and that's like one thin layer right then she like stacks them on top of each other then cuts them up but then what you have to do is you have to peel each individual oh. noodle so she tells me to peel oh, each no. noodle <laughs> i can imagine that takes a lot of time yeah it takes a lot of time a little annoying uh but it's 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 all right <laughs> yeah i know the reward when you actually eat it the is, taste is, is really worth good. it <laughs> Yeah, like me and my mom, this was like one or two years ago, I'm not too sure. We also made baozi. Um, We're vegetarian, so like we made vegetable-filled ones. And it was like a long process, but it was really fun. And they turned out pretty nice. But we were too lazy to ever make them again. So we've just gone out <laughs> and bought them. And stuff. It's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Oh my god, I can imagine. Yeah, like it makes you think like no wonder these like these vendors wake up at 5 or 4 a.m. and like get to work you know yeah it's pretty crazy yeah it's like an art in itself <laughs> since we're talking about things that we've been doing what we want to do is like we mentioned earlier is like have a little check-in for like each of us I guess moving away from talking about vaccines and stuff but just overall like talking about things we've been doing in the summer and like how everyone's doing like course selection stuff like that like like just in general things that have been going on so adriana because you're out of school right now right like you're done right so like what have you been doing like how because i know you're not going back to school in the fall right mm -hmm. right so what are you what have you been doing well um i just graduated back in late june so hurrah uh -huh. And what I've been doing recently is just uh, more volunteer work, working on my portfolio, um, specifically one for a nonprofit. I'm helping them just for experience, building up uh, their website, which is pretty nifty. And also I'm building up, um, I know, I think I mentioned this in the first podcast uh, episode, but I'm still working on this portfolio because I kind of want to do a one-year graduate certificate at Sheridan for their interactive media management and I'm still working on that portfolio mainly because ah do you ever have that thing where you have this amazing idea in your head but you're too scared to start it because like it's not gonna turn out as perfect as it was so I'm kind of going through that but other than that working on my g2 which is pretty cool I think it's just the merging that's scary when it comes with highway testing other than that just chilling just trying to you know, kind of taking it easy especially with this whole covid and stuff I mean there's half of me that wants to get into the work grind and half of me that's like, no, just relax a little bit. You're not going to miss much. So, yeah, half working, half not. What about um, what about you guys? <laughs> um, OK, so Adriana mentioned portfolio and I know I mentioned portfolio like a couple episodes back and I know Jeffrey's going to ask me for updates. <laughs> <laughs> um, so honestly, I'm having the same trouble Adriana's been having. I don't exactly know how to put my thoughts onto like paper or like a design or whatever so like I'm still experimenting with that I think I might like use this coming year to like kind of build my individual skills and then like make a proper decent portfolio which like I actually enjoy and like you know like looking at so that is on hold for now but in the meantime I am building my French skills so I'm kind of happy with that but I only do a bit every day because I'm super lazy but like it's still like you know 
makes me feel good at least and still exercising i've gotten into reading um i went to my cousin's house the other day and he had like the whole set of narnia and i realized i've never read the narnia book so i stole it from him yeah so there's that that's all i've been doing really and i've just been preparing for my move and stuff what was your reason for wanting to learn french honestly because like i'm going to canada like i was like oh you know it might be like a fun skill to like you know learn and like it might help me whenever like if it does you know um because basically in high school we got an option to do like spanish french german or chinese my chinese was really bad at that time and i was like i'm not gonna fail igcse and like ib doing chinese so i chose spanish because at the beginning of high school i thought i was gonna go study in the u.s because it was basically between spanish and french so i was like if i go to canada i'm gonna do french if i go to the u.s i'm gonna do spanish right turns out i'm studying in canada now so i was like might as well take the opportunity to learn french okay cool nice that's awesome I was in French immersion for like all of high school and an elementary. Um, my French isn't that good. Like I think I can understand it <laughs> if somebody talks to me, but speaking it and writing it is just almost gone basically. <laughs> mm, that's the same with me for Spanish. I did it for seven years. I'm sorry, I still don't know what, how Spanish grammar works. Oh, uh, um, with me, I did French immersion from grade four to grade nine. Uh, my French. If you speak it very slowly, I can, I, I think I'm okay for a little bit. <laughs> I do speak Spanish, so the grammar and like a lot of words are super duper similar. I'm not saying I'm fluent, but like I can once in a while piece some stuff together, but like baby steps, baby steps, baby, baby steps. Yeah. But like, yeah, both languages are real cool, but same, I, I struggle. If there's anything in French that pops on TV or like if we go to... A couple years back, we went to Montreal uh, with my family, and then the whole time they're like, "Yo, you should be the expert at, at this. Where are we going? Like, what does it say? <laughs> Talk to them." I'm sorry, I don't understand. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> let me just pull out translate. Yeah, please. There's one point I actually. So we wanted to find out where a washroom was, right? And I went up to these two. I think these 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 are like the staff or like two random people like on the street and then i like i talked to them in french i asked them in french like oh where is the washroom <laughs> right and then uh i i said the wrong word <laughs> i said instead of toilet i said uh, I said salle de bain which is like oh, bathroom no. instead of like just a toilet i guess they immediately knew maybe the way i looked or like the way i said things they like just replied to me in English. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that happens to me so much here with Chinese. Like, I can like properly speak Chinese in a conversation, like with waiters and stuff. Like, it's not that good, but like I can get my way like across. But every time I speak in Chinese, it's like they will reply me in English, or like they'll look to my friend who like looks East Asian, and like they'll talk to them when I was the one who asked the question. I'm like, excuse me, I understand. <laughs> oh, oh, the struggle. Yeah, actually, kind of reminds me. My dad went before pandemic, pre-pandemic. Um, went to Quebec. Uh, for like what was it a meeting and he was in the side of Quebec that so spoke that spoke solely French and he doesn't speak French so he wanted to get something from Tim Hortons was a struggle and then at the I think he ordered like a soup a sandwich and a drink then he saw the price and he realized oh, that's a little expensive for like just one meal but it turns out he accidentally ordered f double so he's just like I have all this extra food <laughs> but I'm like well hey you, like you know you got some stuff to keep at the hotel and he's like yeah that's true uh, language. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, Jeffrey, what about your summer? I think what one one idea. I think pretty similar to both of you with both of you guys. I know you guys are doing like media portfolio stuff. I want to work on like music portfolio. I like wanted to set up like a website for myself and then have like like some of my music works posted on there and just working more on individual projects and just getting more music out. Uh, so that's what I've been trying to do for the summer. It hasn't really, I haven't gone like as much done as I would have liked in terms of like finishing songs and stuff, but I'm hoping, cause like I think a lot of it is because I have summer school maybe. So like that's been taking up a lot of time cause I want to focus on it. And you have that job too, right? I don't have a job actually. Oh, I thought you were working at the hospital. I think I said last episode that I wanted to volunteer at the hospital. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah. I didn't didn't end up doing that. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, it's actually funny that you mentioned a job because I actually applied to work at a bubble tea shop in Hamilton. Can we get some free bubble tea? <laughs> <laughs> so, Krisha, if you so I'm, I applied to work at the Alley. Oh, I know, I know that place. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, I actually got it. I I'm, I, I am working there, so Yay. I will be working there. <laughs> okay, I'll come find you there and get bubble yes. tea, taste of home. That alley is found in Westdale, so if you ever come to the alley and I'm working there, you'll see me. <laughs> yeah, but that's I'm starting that after I finish summer school. So that's what I've been doing so far, or like trying to do summer school and then trying to bring up my music portfolio. Yeah. We've all been having creative struggles recently. <laughs> it's a struggle. I don't know why it's a struggle. For some reason, I just can't. I just can't think of anything. No, same. It's like this laziness, but then like this. Okay, for me at least, I think it's because like I'm waiting for something to happen. Like I'm waiting to go to Canada. I'm waiting to start, you know, university on campus. So like that thought is constantly on my mind that there's no space for anything else to like make its way through. Totally, totally, I can see that. Uh, with me, I guess, yeah, perfectionism. And also, the particular program I want to apply, apparently it only has 30 seats, and I'm just like, uh, oh god. It's like you're scared to even, like, start, because, yeah. I mean, I do have a couple stuff that I worked in in school, so I'm like, okay, I think I can submit this, and something else, I just need to write it up. But, yeah, oh, my god. But it's, it looks so cool, so the program seems nice, so hopefully I can get something done. But we shall see. Yeah, we're all working on portfolios. Oh my goodness. So creative. <laughs> I know, right? It's like we're a part of creative family or something. Right? <laughs> hey, hey. Actually, very off topic. What's y'all's favorite bubble tea um, flavors? Go to. I just go for the original, honestly. Same. Yeah, same. <laughs> Normal milk tea. Same. Can't beat the original. Yeah. But I usually do like, I don't know if you guys have this there, but like half sugar instead of full. Mm -hmm. Always half sugar. Yes. Okay. Thank you. You get me. Yeah. I don't think I've gotten the full sugar in like years. Same. It's too much. It's too sweet for me. Exactly. Though I will say taro and matcha are pretty gnarly as well. Though, yeah, original is my go-to. Matcha is really good. I get taro and like... Okay, so I don't know if you guys have this here, but like here we have like this, it's like this soup and then there's like tofu in it. It's like cold and they have like tofu and then they put like anything you want in there. Like you have a choice of like peanuts, tapioca, um, taro and all of this and it's super nice. So like you can just choose and I always get like 
those three toppings that I said. Interesting. I don't think I've ever heard of that. Oh, okay. I think no. I'm not sure if it's the same thing, but um, you guys know Meat Fresh in Toronto, I think. Do you know Adriana? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Basically, it's something similar. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so if you ever okay, do okay. search it up, it's that. I see. Oh, alrighty. Yeah, that's the only way I'll eat taro. I don't think I like taro in drinks. Really? Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. I have a really weird taste. Okay. No, that's fine. That's fine. You know, taro is really good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's been a while since I had taro. Oh. I should change that. But anyways, back to the point. Yeah, but I wish you guys all luck on your portfolios because, yeah, that creative rut is so annoying. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you too. Oh, thanks. (laughs) The reason it's so late in some ways, because although there's 30 seats, the thing is not a lot of people apply because, like, I guess not many people know about it. And I'm assuming because of COVID, not a lot of people have applied to it. So there's still some spots open. Um, like I can check from the website. And also the coordinator's like, it's okay, just hand it in when you can. And I'm like, don't tell that to me because then I don't have a set deadline. Ah, but <laughs> other than that, yeah, thanks. We'll try. Like, so how are you, how are you feeling about entering the fall and stuff, Adriana? Because you're not going back to school and stuff, so... You're like and this you're like entering the real world now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, holy moly. Well, because I'm trying to maj- major in UX design. So, main thing you need is da 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 a portfolio. So, so if I don't get into the Sheridan program, which would be about a year, then my main objective would be again joining a lot cuz there's a lot of groups about yeah, UX support, UX like groups that they do case studies together. So, with that, I would just continue doing practicing my skills, uh, developing my skills, and also I just really want to explore more new different types of media as well because I do know when you do make a portfolio yes of course it's good to have something that you're really good at but if you also have like stuff that you even if you're just dabbling in it it shows kind of you're more well-rounded and also kind of shows a bit of your personality so with that um oh man I think yeah working on my portfolio networking all that fun stuff but also I guess it's just so weird because you're just after you're done you're kind of just they just kind of just say all right do whatever you want to do. So I think I'm just kind of learning as I go. So it's okay if you don't have a full plan, but it's also kind of like, even if you do, stuff, some stuff don't go according to plan. So I guess, yeah, be adaptable, probably. That's, I guess, something I'm trying to follow. Uh, what about you guys? You guys are going back to school. Yeah, how is that going? Like, is it going to be full campus, a hybrid, online? Uh, Krisha, you mentioned that you only have one class on campus. Is that correct? Yeah, so I think it's a hybrid. Um, well, some classes, I think more tutorials are in person and then some lectures are like online. I know at Commerce have a few like lectures that's in person, but most of my classes, since I'm in humanities, you don't really need to like be in person. So most of it's just online. I don't know about Jeffrey though. Okay. Uh, I think with me, so I'm, I'm taking two courses plus my thesis for this upcoming semester for fall. Those two courses actually are, they're both in person for everything. Like both their lectures are in person and the tutorial is in person as well, which I thought was interesting. But I think for my thesis course, all of that's probably going to be virtual unless they, unless we have some way to, I'm able to actually enter like the lab that I'm working with. Or, and like meet up with my supervisor in person. I don't know though. They uh, they did send an email out, Krisha. I think you might you probably got that email too. They sent out an email this week or a couple days ago, just talking about because like all the vac- the vaccination rates are going up, and because like the case 
rate is decreasing as well. There's like more hope to actually have more in-person things. So the school sent an email out saying, yeah, because of all of this, like the COVID stuff, that's like, that's like I don't know, getting better. We have all these plans. We have all these potential plans that we want to do, which is like, oh, more in-person like clubs, meetings that can be in person, libraries are more open, more of the buildings could be used for people. And they even said something like, you might not even need to be social distance, but you could just have, but you just make sure you're wearing your masks while you're inside. I, I think masks will stay, like if you're on campus, I think masks will still be a thing, I think. For sure. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I think it's like an Ontario-wide, I'm not sure, but isn't it like an Ontario-wide mandate that like you have to wear a mask? Yeah, it's actually interesting. I had a meeting yesterday, one of my friends, uh, she lives in Alberta, and uh, but she goes to Mac. And then she said that in Alberta, actually, every everything's like back to, like, to normal. Like there's no mask bylaw or anything like that in Alberta. So everything was pretty much back to normal. Oh yeah, my friend, she's going to UBC and they don't have like any mask requirements even in lecture halls and stuff. So she's like a little scared about that. So like, I'm kind of glad Ontario has like a mask, like a mask mandate. I hope it lasts for at least like a while because like with all these like international students filling in, like coming into Ontario, it's like definitely something that I think should like stay for a bit. Yeah, I think it'll be around at least for the fall. Winter might be different. We'll see. But overall, I'm pretty excited about the fall. I think it'll be a good year. Um, actually, like, kind of getting back to normal, being on campus. It's awesome. And it's your last year. Yeah, it's my last year, so I hope. I, I want it to be a good year. I, I guess, Christian, you've never even been on the campus, so. Yeah, I've never even been to Ontario, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, it'll be fun. The campus is really, really nice. Yeah, I'm excited. Thanks for listening in to today we didn't have we're not giving anybody advice or anything really we're just talking we're just talk, catching up with each other talking about little topics so hope you enjoyed listening to this episode and we'll see you next time bye guys see you later bye bye thank you for tuning in for another episode of untangle if you like this episode be sure to check out our instagram at creative family or our website at creativefamily.com We hope you have a great rest of your day, evening, or night. Goodbye.